ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
Hallelujah. Clap your hands. It's a beautiful Wednesday evening. And uh, I am very excited that God has made a way for us to gather in his presence and gather around his word. And um, this evening, I have a short message to share with you um, as I continue on um, the subject backsliding. Backsliding. I began to share this about two, three weeks ago. Backsliding. And uh, I believe that God wants us as Christians to advance in our lives. You know, Psalm 84, Psalm 84, verse number 7, Psalm 84, verse number 7, says, They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. Every one. Not just the reverends, not just the pastors, not just the bishops. Everybody must go from strength to strength. Spiritual strength to spiritual strength. Ministry strength to ministry strength. We are supposed to be advancing as we walk with God. There's no place for backsliding. You are not allowed to lose your love for God. You are not allowed to, to, to lose the strength of your excitement in the things of God. It's not right. You are not permitted. It's not allowed. So those who come before God in Zion, the Bible tells us the trajectory of their experience with God. They go from strength to strength. From strength to strength. That must be the story of your life. Always come to the place where you ask yourself, what has been added to my experience in God? Very important. That's why Second Corinthians 3.18 says, But we all with unveiled face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of God, are changed into the same image from glory to glory. From glory to glory. From one level of glory to another level of glory. I pray today that the story of your life will be an ever-increasing spirituality. Ever-increasing strength. Ever-increasing joy. Yes, there will be afflictions. Yes, there will be difficulties. Yes, there will be challenges. But it must be a story of strength from one level to the other. That is the will of God for you. Clap your hands for Jesus. And today, I'm continuing to share on the symptoms of backsliding. Last week, I gave you two symptoms. And I remember making a very, very important remark that 
you need to become a specialist of symptoms in every area because life will never reveal to you the real things. Life will never reveal to you the real things. If you are a doctor, you better expect signs and symptoms. You can practice for a thousand years and not see the liver, and not see the kidney, which is really the seat of the disease. Yes, if you see the liver, you see its edge, its surface, you say, ah, this thing is... But, but hardly will you see that. So you need to look at things that are pointers to diseases that are beyond the ability of the eye to see. Yes, life will not give you the opportunity to see the brain. You should be able to tell that this person's brain is swelling just by how he breathes. This person's brain is swelling just by how he talks. You should be able to look at somebody's hand and how the person's hand drops a little and it just drops a little. You should be able to see that no, no, this person has a disease of the liver, not the elbow. <laughs> liver. If you don't do that, because how often will you see the liver? Most people are waiting to see the real devil. You won't. You need to use signs and something that say, this is a devil in my life. It's a devil in my life. You mean you want to be in your room and somebody will come and when the person speaks, there's fire from the mouth and when he turns, he has a tail with a sword. When? I mean, even in a dream. When did you last see that in a dream? But there are devils around in white, smiling. Some are wearing glasses. Devils! Somebody just removed her glasses immediately. You remove it. <laughs> Devils in glasses. You know, no, if you don't do that, you'll be destroyed. And enough, enough of what I'm saying about somebody and that man and that girl. Yourself! You should be able to tell that, Charlie, honestly, I'm backsliding. Honestly. No pastor has spoken to me. I am backsliding. If you can't tell that you are backsliding, then there's a problem. There's a problem. So the first symptom I shared last week was bad company. Look around you. Check your phone. Take your phone and just check your WhatsApp conversations. The people you chat with. Who are they? The best way to know yourself is to know the people you relate with. 
It's not about being a businessman. Oh. No, no. Your business has started, you are you, you are backsliding. You are a backsliding Christian. Yeah, that is why all your relationships relationships are business relationships. There's no spiritual person, a father influencing you, asking you to do this, doing ministry. I mean, how did you end up there? Company. You tell that you, you can tell that you are backsliding by the type of people you find yourself talking to. And I remember I mentioned last week that every group exists in the church. They are good people. They, there's a group of prayerful people. There's a group of soul winners. There's a group of husband chasers. There's a group of fornicators. There's a group of homosexuals. There's a group of masturbators. There's a group of pornographers. There's a group of prayer warriors. There's every type is in the church. Where you have landed is a revelation of who you are. Onithological specimen of identical plumage culminate invariably in their own proximity. Birds of the same feather flock together. And somebody's school said, birds of the same feathers fly together. <laughs> Clap your hands for Jesus. Check your surroundings. Who's your best friend? You are backsliding. You're, you are still in church. You remember I said many, many weeks ago yeah, that when someone leaves the church, that is the, the, that is the ultimate final stage. Most backsliding takes place in the church. 80%, 90% is in the church. What we see when the person eventually becomes a hajia is the last straw. Bad company. Shout hallelujah from your house wherever you are. The second symptom I taught last week was looking backwards. Watch out for people, including yourself, who always yearn for some past experience. Always is missing some boyfriend she left. It's with his wife, but he's missing the secretary he was with four years ago. When you walk with God, you are not allowed to look backwards. That is what the angel told Lot and his family. He said, don't look back. Just go up the mountains. But what happened? His wife still, because the, there was a lot of the past in her. And there are people like that. There's a lot of the past in them. So much that no experience they have today is able to neutralize the, 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 the impact of the past. So the people of Israel, when they were taken from Egypt... As they entered the wilderness, they began to yearn for the garlic and the leeks and the cucumbers. Very important. And life has got wilderness experiences. Don't look back. Don't look back. Get last week's message. Because it was a very, very, very important message the Lord brought to all of us. Get it on the podcast. And today... I'm sharing with you the third symptom. The third symptom 
When you see that, when you see it in you, it means you are about to backslide. Or you are backsliding. And that symptom is overconfidence. An overconfident person is someone who has too much trust in his abilities. It is dangerous to be overconfident as a Christian. Being too confident in your righteousness and in your own spirituality is a bad sign. 1 Corinthians 10.12 says, Let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. My friend, never come to that place where you trust yourself. You know, when you come to that place, you, you, see, you will know you are there when your dependence on your pastor is, is, is almost non-existent. Your dependence on the church, your dependence on the small group, that area fellowship, that center in your area, your dependence on your, on your center leader. Uh, some time ago, your pastor could advise you, you would call him, he would make an input in your life, but now you are, because you now, you now feel that you are okay. And the Bible says that you are about to fall. 1 Corinthians 10, 12. Lest he falls. Never regard yourself or your position in Christ as foolproof. The people who make it are always and constantly unsure of themselves. They are not sure. Once you become arrogant, it means there's a problem with you. There's a very big problem with you. Because overconfidence and arrogance, they are all brothers and sisters in the same basket. And sometimes we hear it from the way you talk. You talk about your pastor. You talk about your father. You talk about people's mistakes. Yes, about people's mistakes. Oh, but you, how could you do this? What is wrong with you? How? What, what is that? But, but we see, sometimes, when you experience somebody, you know, we learned from the... From, um, Last week, Friday's uh, flow service, that if you were to really pay attention to your relationships with people, there'll be a lot of things you wouldn't need to go to heaven to learn. Yes. Your relationships with people, they, can, they teach you a lot that many have to go to heaven to learn. And one of it is when you meet somebody with a weakness. When you meet somebody who is struggling and you see the way you talk, the way you talk, how? Put yourself together and what is wrong with you? Well, I mean, how long are you going to live like this? And you said the person talks as if he is, he's, a, he's a manufacturer of his own grace. Sometimes God uses you and you talk to people who are not being used by God the way you are being used by God. You talk in, uh, uh, about them in, in a way as if you are, you, are, you, are, you are the manufacturer of the grace you are using. But it is called the grace of God. It's not your grace. It's called the grace of God. If you have never... 
Maybe you are watching. You are 35 years, you are a virgin. It's just because of where you stayed. It's just where you stayed. And if you remember, all your school, you, you leave the house in a car, and a car picks you. You have never had to walk because there's a certain boy four houses away from your house. Eh? If you were walking to school, you wouldn't be a virgin at this time. I'm telling you, that boy, what he has done to the area girls. But you were protected in your four. Don't talk by hearts. When you hear of somebody's mistake, when you hear of somebody's difficulty, it must minister humility to you. Humility to you. Oh Lord, I don't know why I am not like this, but it must be your mercy. And then it, it even shows it how you speak to others. I'm talking about overconfidence. When you hear, whenever you hear people who magnify the mistakes of pastors or of their own pastor, I've seen it all. Sometimes when you go, you watch people's WhatsApp DPs and so on, you get messages that are amazing and wonderful. Amazing and wonderful. All I'm saying to you is that overconfidence is one of the hallmarks that you are about to fall. You are about to fall. That's how Lucifer spoke. And he fell. It's a sign of pride. It's one, one, of the, one of the signs of pride. It's a certain type of confidence. And sometimes it even shows in how you carry yourself. How you carry yourself. Because the Bible says in Proverbs, I think Proverbs 6 number, a proud look. Let me look for it. Proverbs 6. Proverbs 6. Sixteen, six sixteen says, These six things that the Lord hates, yea, seven are an abomination to him. Can you lift your hands and ask the Lord for the spirit of humility? Lord, help me. Help me. He says, He has shown thee, O man, what is good. And what the Lord requires of you is to walk humbly. To walk humbly. To love mercy. To walk humbly before your God. Humility. He has shown thee. Lift your hands and pray. These six things that the Lord hates, yea, seven are an abomination to him. And number one is a proud look. Not pride. Pride is a devil, we know. But that look of confidence. <laughs> Remember, when we were in school, one of my classmates almost beat one of my underclassmates. He had a chemistry question he couldn't solve. And he took it to one of our classes. He, he, he topped chemistry. I think in West Africa also. A very great friend of mine. We were not there, but he claims that 
when he took the question to him, he looked at it and said, ah, but, I mean, the way, the way he spoke before solving the question, it's like, ah, but this is a very cheap question. The guy got bored. The guy get, he was angry. He said, I'll beat you. <laughs> I'll beat you. It became a very major uh, incident in the night. You know? And look, it's, 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 a, it's a type. It's, a, it's also something God doesn't like. Be careful. When people are backsliding, you see it in their demeanor. How they talk. There's no humility in their voice. And one of the things that you hear when, you, when people are backsliding is that they become very accusatory. Yes. Which is, which is a reflection of their overconfidence. Accuse pastors, accuse uh, leaders, accuse people. I mean, it's like they are super sensitive to the mistakes of others. Watch out. Watch out. When you boast and you laugh at people, you laugh at people's mistakes. You hear about somebody's problem. Somebody has fallen. Somebody has made a mistake. And you, you, I mean, now, that, that, that's when you start your, your visitation. You visit. You visit. When, when, you, when you sit down after all the niceties, they say, Charlie, have you heard of this thing? Hey, Charlie. When David heard that Saul was dead, he didn't, he didn't laugh at Saul. Somebody who spent his last night with a witch. The night before he died, like Christ, the night before he was betrayed, he took bread. Saul, the night before he was betrayed, he was with a witch. And he died. Now when David heard it, he didn't rejoice and say, you demon-possessed king, you whatever, I mean, use all kinds of words. No. He rather said, tell it not in God. Second Samuel 120. Turn your Bibles to it. Second Samuel 120. You need to read this, this verse. Tell it not in God. Hmm. Publish it not in the streets of Ascalon. I just sense in my spirit that there, there's some news coming up. Some of you are very wicked. You are very wicked. Very wicked. All, all, all the problems Saul had, David didn't have those problems. We, we never heard that David was with a witch. Consulting a witch. We never heard all those things. We never heard uh, this, uh, all, the, all the difficulties God had with Saul. No. But the fact that you don't have somebody's problem, my dear friend, should rather let you live fearfully in humility, wondering why God would give you such grace. When you hear somebody struggling to make it as a Christian, you should, it, it, it should be a reminder of your own weakness and your frailty. When you hear somebody can't pray, somebody can't live a holy life, somebody cannot stop drinking, somebody cannot stop fornicating, somebody cannot stop doing drugs, it must, it, it must rather point to you that you, are, you, you could have been like that except the grace of God. Except the grace of God. 
if I had my own way, I would say that, uh, I mean, when you mention people's titles, <laughs> there must be his grace before pastor. His grace, pastor, ya ose. Because that guy, that ya ose, that guy, ya ose, that he has got pastor by his name. It must be the grace of God. It must be the grace of God. His grace, Lady Pastor Mary, as I say, well, this girl Mary, go and ask about her in the school. Mary, as I say, well, you know her. Mary, as I say, well, what she has done to pass uh, to, 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 to her, her geography teacher, her math teacher, and her BK teacher, Mary, as I say, well, today she's a lady pastor. We, bash, we, we have to add his grace. His grace. But rather when they step out, you hear the way they talk about other people's problems. I pray for you today that you will not be too confident. You always go on your knees and say, Lord, forgive me my trespasses. Have mercy on me, a sinner. Constantly aware of, of how your life would have been. Because I'm telling you that you are going to have the opportunity to dissect somebody. You are going to have the chance to, to, to do something to somebody. Because you will have power. Everybody, there's a time the power is in your hands. And God watches you to see what you do with that power. That's what David said. He was a king. David had power. So he used his authority. Tell it not in God. Shut up about this one. Publish it not in Askelon. Let him that thinketh he stand. Take it. Take it lest he fall. Today I'm just saying to you, I mean, this, is, this is a small message on backsliding. Just trying to tell you hmm, that you are going to meet people weaker than you. Hope helplessly unable to help themselves. Be very careful. When you meet them, when you hear about them, when you encounter them, how you talk will give you away. That your fall is imminent and eminent. The next sign, the next symptom of backsliding is stubbornness. Anybody who is stubborn is prone to falling away. Proverbs 14, 14. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways. Proverbs 14, 14. The backslider in heart. Yes. Who is a stubborn person? Somebody who doesn't take advice. Who doesn't take advice? Who doesn't take counsel? Who does what he wants to do in spite of advice? You tell him no. 10,000 people advise him. Never. Stubborn. Hosea 11 verse 7. Says my people are bent to backsliding for me. It's, it's like, it's like it, they have been anointed to backslide for me. My people are bent. Hosea 11 7a. My people are bent to backsliding for me. Watch out. Everybody needs advice. Whatever you are doing. And, and see, that is one of the 
the, the, the effects of the proud look in Proverbs 6. You can make yourself and arrange yourself in such a way that people are, are, are even afraid to make a comment about what you are doing. It's a proud look. It ministers, hey, stay there. Mind your business. I'm okay here. I'm great. I'm powerful. If nobody makes an input in anything you are doing, then you are in very, very deep trouble. If you're, as you are watching me now, your Christian life, there's nobody who makes any input. Who says no? You know, you can't do this. Do this. Stop this. Get on with this. Start this. Add this. Move from here and do this. There's no one who counsels you. Then you are about to fall. You will not last. Because where you are standing is a very bad place. The Bible says that there is safety in a multitude of counselors. Where people counsel you, where people advise you, there is safety in it. There is safety. In a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Who are you? It's like nobody can make a comment about what you are doing. Nobody can advise you. If what I'm doing, nobody can advise me. Nobody can make an input. I must be, it's very serious. I was having a meeting recently and one bishop said, he doesn't think that I should have a certain service I'm having. I stopped it. I stopped it. In life, you are, you are, you are, you are going to meet people who, whose opinion may, may be different from how your mind works. But the, 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 the swiftness to see that, no, this is God speaking. This is God. I better listen to this. And allow God to even say more things to you about what the person is saying. Yes. Never stand in a place where people just uh, smile at your decisions. Wow, that's, that's powerful. That's, oh yeah, so when? So when are you moving? Wow, that's great, powerful. Let me know, please uh, 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 call me and let me know when you, are, uh, when you are going. Wow, that's very powerful. Really? You met? I see. Wow. So when is the engagement? Oh, that's powerful. Uh, that's great. The guy is a nice guy. Marry him. He's a nice guy. Very powerful. Wow. Wow. Really? Beautiful. It's like, oh, as for you, it's like you, all your things, everybody is wowed by, who are you that everybody is wowed by you? Who are you that everybody is wowed? Stubbornness. And that comes when people know you, that nothing they will say will change your behavior. Nothing they will say will change the direction of your movement. So they, they might as well leave you to just self-destruct. I'm preaching about backsliding. Don't be stubborn. You must have somebody. You must have somebody who counsels you. 
have a pastor. I'm not, I'm not talking about have a preacher. I'm a preacher to many people. I'm a, I'm a real pastor to a few people. Few. I preach to thousands. But only a few are under my direct influence. When I say sit down, there are some people, even I was stammer. If I see them, if I <laughs> sit down in French or, or, or what, English, it will not even occur to me. Oh, how are you say? God bless you. But the next person, I will shout. Why are you a person that nobody can shout at? Why have you done that to your life? You've blocked voices. You've blocked inputs. You've blocked counsel. David was not like that. David was not like that. Even when he, he, he had bought sand and stones and iron rods to build the temple, he went and asked the prophet, Nathan, I think, he said, my things are ready. Should I build? And then the prophet said, build. Build. Build a temple. David said, yes, sir. He gathered his people. In the night, when the prophet was asleep, God went to him and told the And that's why it's also under message, really. Yeah, yeah. When a pastor gives you the go-ahead to do something, don't think it is God who is speaking. Either the pastor hasn't heard properly or he's afraid to tell the, the real mind. In the night, God went to him and said, since when did you become my, 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 my foreman? My spokesman? About building. Did I tell you what you told the king? Where did you hear it from? That he, David, was to build. Who told you to tell him that? Am I the one? Pa, 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 pa! <laughs> Who told you to tell David to build? Go back and tell him. That he cannot build. His hands are soiled. His son Solomon is the one to build. The following morning, the prophet went shaking. So oh, sit down, have some tea. Said, please, I have no appetite. Why? Hmm. What I said yesterday. Oh yes, we are we are gathering the the workers. Say please, please. I, I, I didn't hear from God. It's rather last night that God spoke to me. And he said, you cannot build. Are you sure? I can't build? I shouldn't build? So, so who is supposed to build? Your son Solomon. He's the one to build. Are you sure? That's okay. That's like King David. He could have gone to hold, give the, give the prophet a harbor hook. He also slapped him. So as God is slapping, he David is also slapping him. Who are you to come and tell me who to build? Have you bought stones before? Have you been, are you out of my palace? No. No. Don't make yourself someone that nobody can shout at. 
Nobody can talk to. Nobody can get you to do something differently. Don't do that. Because God's ways are complex. Even your pastor may not know God's way. Your pastor should be able to say yes today and no tomorrow about the same matter. Your pastor should be able to say yes today and no tomorrow about the same matter. Because it's not easy to know the mind of God. And when your life is saying that nobody makes any input, you are on your own, you are stubborn. You do what you want to do. If you are doing right, it means you chose to do right. Then you are headed for trouble. Today, I want to tell you that God has a very major plan. For your life. And that plan is to keep you advancing from strength to strength. That plan is to keep you going from grace to grace. And one of the things that can stop you is what I'm talking about tonight what I'm talking about tonight. Stubbornness. Overconfidence. Bad company. And the last one I'm, 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 I'm dropping today as we close is Christian surprises. Yes. It's just one of the Causes of backsliding. Christian surprises. Now, please, I want you to turn your Bibles. Let's all go to First Peter chapter 3, verse 6. First Peter, I'm ending now. First Peter 3, verse 6. First Peter 3, 6. Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as you do well and are not afraid with any amazement, and are not afraid with any amazement, there is what we call amazement. Some things will... The, 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 the Amplified Bible says, let nothing terrify you. Not giving way to hysterical fears or letting anxieties unnerve you. Let nothing terrify you. Listen to this one. I don't know. But there's somebody, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about backsliding. Losing your interest in spiritual things. Losing your love for God. Losing your commitment to spiritual things. Not caring anymore about being holy or living a righteous life. Listen to this. Being in a state of shock is being in a dangerous condition. I'm talking about shocks. 
Any good doctor who sees a patient in a state of shock knows that he is dealing with someone who can pop off and die anytime. Any experienced pastor who sees his members in a state of shock and surprise at what may have happened in the church also knows that he is dealing or he is looking at a member who can easily fall away. One of the things that may, that may cause Christians to fall away is disappointment in a Christian leader. Sometimes your leader can disappoint you beyond measure. Samson, David, Peter, and other mighty leaders made mistakes. See, I'm talking about Christian surprises that as you go on, one of the things you must guard against is the tendency to, to, to be surprised by what you hear. You are, you, are, you are going to hear things as you go on. Somebody you never expected to live in a certain way. Somebody you thought a certain decision was so low, so below him. Why? Because the leaders are human beings as well. Prepare yourself to hear things you never expected to hear. Prepare yourself to hear things you never knew you would hear. Human beings are your leaders. And much as we try to do what is right, the Bible says that the treasure that you see around, the treasure is in earthen vessels. And prepare yourself not be surprised. Sometimes there are people you love, people you look up to, people you think much. I mean, <laughs> when I got born again, a few hours after, we, we, we had a dawn broadcast. And a brother who was leading us in the dawn broadcast. He's the one who told me when we got to a place, he said, I should preach. And I said, oh, I got born again a few hours ago. He said, and so what? He gave me a yellow house. I preached. That brother is now a Rastafarian in London. Full-blown Rastaman. Prepare your heart for news that will shock you. But always tell yourself that your eyes are on Jesus. That's what there's a song we say, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full to his wonderful life. It's very, very important that, yes, you have pastors, you have leaders, you have a Christian mother, you have a Christian father. We, we all need help. We make input. But remember that at the base of it is human beings. Human beings. Otherwise, you will not end. Otherwise, your heart will be broken. I mean, when I got born again, the first year, two, three years, I mean, a scandal that, that rocked my, my church. 
I, 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 when I think of it, I get goosebumps. National scandal. National. But the grace of God was enough for me. I was a young, fresh, fragile Christian. I couldn't believe what was happening. So, wow. But the same God who kept me will also keep you. See, so one of the things that will keep you in such times is even just having honor for fathers and mothers. Honor, if, it's, if you have honor. Honor. The drunkenness of your father in a bedroom will not matter to you. Will not change you. Like it changed him. That is also a Christian surprise. A man who is preaching and you go to, you are just going for your, for, 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 for his bowl. He has finished eating porridge. You are going for the bowl from the room. The man is drunk, has vomited. There's whiskey around. Ah! Open up. I mean, what is this? Then suddenly, the person's misbehavior begins. He goes out. He takes pictures, puts on Instagram, pictures on Facebook, and he calls the brothers, come and see. But there's a type of son who says, no! Yes, it's a surprise. But we must get over this because our, our ultimate target is Jesus Christ. When you come to that place where and, and see, this is also what makes, what shows that your foundations are strong in the Lord. In Christ, your foundations. Yes. You hear news. If your Christ said it actually, he said, You hear news about earthquakes and wars and rumors of wars. I'm sure all these things are part of it. Disappointments, Christian surprises, amazing stories about a sister who sings has done this. The pastor has done this. We saw the pastor is this, this man of God has gone to do. Look, when you hear Christ said, you hear all this, but they say, but 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 take it easy, be of good cheer, be cool. And I came tonight to tell somebody that. This Christian life with human beings around us, you are going to hear things that will shock you. But don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. Try not to be surprised. Hear it, just say wow, and keep moving on. Remembering that you yourself have tendencies, but grace has kept you. Grace has kept you. I'm preaching about backsliding. So one of the things, one recently, I had a center leader who stopped coming to this. He said because he has heard some stories about his regional head in the regional, the, the regional head is doing something and something, something. So he has also stopped. And I said, I said, look at him. Look at him. Yeah. And when you hear that, you, 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 your mind just goes to Luke six forty nine, that a man that without a foundation built a house. Without a foundation, he's a center leader. Without a foundation, if you have a solid foundation, what somebody is doing will not, will never, will never rock you. And I'm saying today, prepare yourself for surprises, surprising news. News that will shock you. If there's food in your mouth, the food will drop. But learn to move on. 
Learn to move on. Because that news you've heard cannot be the last. Will not be the last. There's more ahead of it because you are dealing with human beings with mistakes. Human beings with mistakes. When you hear a man who writes songs, who writes psalms, who writes I mean, music and is, is a worshiper, he, the, the following morning or he has gone for somebody's husband, uh, somebody's wife has cleared her. By the weekend, he has killed the husband. The following week, he has married. I mean, you, you want how? Then your next reaction is, ah, but what is that? Oh, then let me go back to my old ways. Let me stop this church, church nonsense. Let me just, ah, is that, yeah, that is church. That is church. Even angels were raping women in town. Angels. There's no... The, angels who came down were raping women. So there's, there's no hideout for you. There's no hideout. I said, forget about men. Angels from heaven, they were raping women in town. So we put it, we have tried. I said, we have tried. Clap your hands for your pastors. Clap your hands for your shepherds. Yeah, we're trying. I said, we are trying, but once a while we fall. Once a while we slip. But if you hear it, just be stable and keep moving on. I said, keep moving on. You are a pilgrim. That, that is the end that is ahead of you. Don't. You're going reading the news. So a main pastor in town, some pastor in America, a pastor of a large church uh, has been caught do, uh, doing drugs or he has, he has killed his assistant pastor and he has married his wife. You will hear wonderful stories. But keep moving on. Tell your neighbor, keep moving on. Keep walking, baby. Keep walking. You keep walking. You hear it, you, you, keep, con- you keep, mo- keep moving. Yeah. It will shock you. Eh, wow. Yeah. But you keep moving because you know that Charlie. Even what you have just heard is actually news about what you could have become had it not been for the grace of God. Yes, his grace. Say his grace. His grace, Bishop Edwin Ogo. Yes. His grace, Pastor Francis Osei. His grace, Lady Pastor Mary Asasewa. That girl, eh, that Mary. You don't know her. Mary Asasewa. But the grace of God kept us. The grace of God overlooked our faults, our weaknesses, our difficulties. And look at us. People like us are pastors in the church. What a blessing. May God keep you walking on that same narrow road. It's a difficult road full of surprises but keep working on it let nothing you hear about any woman of god any man of god be too powerful enough to torpedo you from your path keep walking because we are human beings the angel what do they do they disgrace themselves we are trying but when we fall pray for us when you fall i'll pray for you the next time i hear that you fall in I tell you, I will stop and pray for myself because it's a message to me that what I've done could have been me. We are all what we are by the grace of God. That's why I'm saying that I wish we would prefix every name with His grace, shepherd, or say, Menu. May God keep you from arrogance, stubbornness, overconfidence. May God keep you 
from shocks and surprises. May he sustain you and may your walk be a walk of steadfastness and focus till you breast the tape on that day. Rise your feet and let's close. Makota shokata la baba yanda la baba sata. Karima zendelebe sataba. Pray. Lift your hands and pray. And talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Kadimo samandelema zabranda laba. Retesta ayanda laba. Father, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we bless you for the blessing, for the privilege, for your hand, for the grace. Thank you for all the things you've done for us. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We know you are God. We know you are mighty. We know you are king. We know you are, you are, you are our helper. Constantly help us. And let your will be done. In Jesus' name. Just lift your hands and him for what you've heard tonight thank him and ask him to keep you ask him to keep you ask him to keep you ask him to preserve you ask him to have mercy on you mercy lord mercy lord ask him to keep your heart from shocks christian surprises and shocks ask him to have mercy on you and keep you going strong father we thank you father we bless your name we are grateful. If you are here, you want to receive Jesus Christ, bow your heads and let me pray with you. And everyone joining, say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I surrender my life to you. I yield myself to you. I ask you to wash me, cleanse me, make me your child. Thank you for my salvation. Thank you for a new life in you. I am blessed. I thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus.